Hey, redheads and everyone else listening. I'm Stephanie. I'm Adrian. And if you are an H2 Bar Box subscriber, specifically mm-hmm. to the Summer Deluxe H2 Bar Box, which is completely sold out, then you are probably enjoying El Boutique, which was a body serum featured in the Summer Deluxe H2 Bar Box. And we are here to talk to Denise LaPalm, who is the mastermind behind this wonderful product that you guys are enjoying. Um, If you've seen influencers, they all love to take out the product. It's like in a green, beautiful package and you take it out. It's a glass, big size bottle of body serum. And we are here today to talk to Denise LaPalm about her journey and how she created this product, her line, and just about her life. I think when you see a product coming from Stephanie and I, who really spend all of our time in product development for how to be a redhead, there Mm -hmm. is a message and a person behind that brand. And for us, because we understand product development. We love to talk to people who develop products. And I think, Stephanie, I'm sure you'll want to talk about your love for finding products inside the H2 Bar Box. But it's really great to connect because there's always a message and a really strong story behind every product that you find. Yeah, exactly. And it's always really great to talk and have a one of the founders or the founder, you know, of certain products that are in our box on our podcast. So we can just really bring the product to life and the brand to life, especially if you're listening and you are an H2 Bar Box subscriber. Um, we, you know, I've been, I've talked to Denise several times on the phone prior to her committing to having her serum in our box. And I just, I loved her energy and her passion for the brand and how she started off. So I thought, oh my gosh, we have to have her on where we can really dive into her brand, her journey with starting Le Boutique um, and really talk about winding down, de-stressing. I think that's something that's really important, especially nowadays with, uh, you know, we're go, 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 go all the time. And it's just really important to take time to de-stress and when you do that at nighttime before bed, let's say, the steps to do so and incorporating the body serum in your routine was the reason why we included it in the summer box. We thought that it would be a perfect fit with you, you know, you're going, going, going constantly in the summertime, maybe, you know, weekend getaways, weddings, whatever it may be. Kids are out of school and it's just a time for you to grab your evening body serum and bring it in to the bathroom with you and or your bedroom, you know, however you unwind and really take time because it's really important to have me time and Mm -hmm. to pamper yourself. So Steph, you were even talking about that recently. You were like, remember, well, Stephanie and I have been working on a really big work project, right? And June, we were working on a big work project and we didn't know that we were going to be spending two weekends like without family. Like it was just basically Stephanie and I in 
a hotel room like for yeah, two different yeah. weekends working on a project together. And it was like prior to that, that Stephanie was just talking. We were in the car and she was like, you know, I just really could use a few days of just rest and sleep and just me time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after our first weekend, she was like, I really needed this. Remember you said that? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can really understand how people would want to just enjoy a body serum at night, relax, take your time. Definitely. Um, so many of us are just burned out, to be honest. And there, it's a real thing, especially if you have a lot going on in your life. You know, I think if there's one thing our mom has taught us, one thing, I'm just joking, but no, she, yeah, yeah. you're only like, she always would say to us, you're only one, one woman. woman, you're only one mm-hmm. person. So I think a lot of us put a lot of stress on ourselves, but Steph, I think that you can really understand when people need a moment. Yeah, definitely. Especially, yeah, I have two kids and I have a well, she's not a newborn anymore, which is crazy to think, but she's an infant, I think. Yeah. Um, this whole season, people have been following your journey, whether yeah. you were pregnant, going through yeah. um, the birth, through like after. I, I hate that word postpartum, but that you taught me that that just means after having the baby. It doesn't That's mean that like, you're depressed. Yeah. No, I think it's like eight or 12 weeks after having a baby. That's what, yeah, they just call it because your body's just going through so much after having a baby. So I'm no longer in postpartum, but yes, it's always just, you know, for me, it's going upstairs and we'll go into this with Denise. I know it's a question that we wanted to ask her is unwinding and how do you unwind? And I know that I love, Adrian. we love to do our skincare routine, routine, especially at night. Uh. There's nothing like, like taking a shower, having clean hair, shaving, and then doing your skincare routine uh, and getting there's into no some better pajamas. And then having a good meal. Yeah. Or like sitting that's on the it. couch after and having a glass of wine. Like to me, that's just like, oh my gosh, I just, I conquered the day. And then now I'm ending it on such a high note of just me time. Hopefully, you know, my two kids are both in bed. I just got this, <laughs> we just got the split screen monitor that you can see both of them. And it's been awesome the past few nights because now Isla's in her bed or her crib. So you look at both of them and you're just like, Oh my God, I can finally like relax. But there's, yeah, me time is so important and realize too, that it's not selfish to do me time. It's really needed and necessary. And I love this one, um, where I follow, um, I have a Peloton and one of the instructors that I follow, you know, she always talks about how so many times like moms or if you have a full-time job and you go on the Peloton, if you work from home, like you feel this guilt, like, oh my God, like I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And, but your time, if you're working out for you, like movements, medicine, you know, just like there's so many, so many other ways that is your quote unquote medicine. So really take that in consideration and know that, if giving yourself a 15 minute face mask with the door shut while, you know, kids are screaming me or, you know, or I'm sure everything is in my situation. I like, I know my husband has both kids and I'm like, I could just need to go upstairs for 15 minutes and do my thing. Like I, and then I'll come back down and I, it's not selfish. It's just, you know, it's good to take time for yourself. And then that way, I mean, if you, you don't, know. if you don't replenish yourself and give yourself right. life, like, like how can cup. you give yourself yeah. to them? And I think one time stuff you said to me, I don't know what you were doing, but you were like, I'm a better mom yeah. when I have a little bit of time for myself. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. Cause then if you're all stressed and agitated and aggravated, how they know, you know you're going to reflect that. Yeah. You're, they're going to pick that up. But if you just, 
you know, I don't know. I always tell Brian every morning, I'm like, oh, maybe one this morning I'll wake up and work out because I know I'll feel good. But then I end up sleeping in. But to me, like sleeping in is like what I needed. And yeah. I feel good. You're about also that. your sleeping, Stephanie, is like seven compared to like, yeah, you I know. know, like some people are like sleeping in, but like you really like a sleep in for you is like past 530, I think. Yeah, right. So yeah, I think it just depends, you know, so if you're listening and you're like, wow, I haven't like scheduled that facial, go on that walk, um, you know, whatever it may be. Call a friend, call a friend, call a family member, call someone to just talk. I mean, I yeah. think that that's also really important. Yeah. Or if you're into like, I was thinking about, cause we, I love this candle that I got recently. And I know Josh, Adrian, your husband is really into scents, Sense. but if it's like, buying an expensive candle because it makes you feel good or um, giving yourself a really good blowout ups. You know, I think about for me, I'm like, oh, I just want to go up. I'll tell my Brian, like, I just want to go upstairs. I haven't blown out my hair like in a couple weeks. I just want to go do that instead of air drying it, you know, and I just need that 20, 20 minutes to make my hair feel yeah. good. So we're listing all these because it's just think about something that really fills up your bucket and makes you happy and makes you feel good and do it because you need to take care of yourself. So this kind of, you know, why we're talking about this is because the founder of Le Boutique, um, we're going to definitely go into her journey, but Le Boutique stands at, you know, if you, it's the name of the brand, but it stands as an inviting beacon for women, encouraging them to redefine their relationship with stress and embrace their, you know, their inner strength. So that's, what we took from um, Denise sent us that about her company. So we're really excited to talk to Denise and a little bit about her. Um, She wears many hats. She's a working mother, a wife. She's a certified professional aromatherapist Mm. and an advocate for women managing life's emotional roller coaster. Um, And yeah, her journey through the corporate world, um, made her really aware of the impact of stress leading to physical, emotional, and spiritual exhaustion. And she pivoted. She had this moment um, that inspired a transformation and a shift in her stress leading to the creation of Le Boutique, um, which leverages aromatherapy's um, essence to aid women in managing their emotional well-being. So... Let's take all of that, you know, and give her a call because it's going to be really enlightening, I think, to talk to her and to really maybe think about during this episode, like what triggers your stress and how can you relieve it and what can you do to, you know, give yourself ultimate self-love. Let's call her. Redheads, have you heard? We added our first hair care product to the How to Be a Redhead beauty line. It's called Finely Glossy, and it's a shine and luminosity shampoo for redheads. Like all of our products, it's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. Give luminosity and radiance to your red hair without color depositing. Redheads, we can now rejoice. Finally, there are products for us. Shop Finely Glossy and our line of brow and mascara products. Finally have brows and finally have lashes at shop.howtobearedhead.com. Hi, Denise. It's Stephanie and Adrian from the How to Be a Redhead podcast. How are you doing? 
I am fantastic today. How are you guys doing? We're doing wonderful. We're so excited to have you on our podcast. So welcome. And let's get right into it. Our summer deluxe H2 Bar Box subscribers are enjoying L Boutique's Evening Body Serum. It's a fast-absorbing body oil infused with the calming essential oil blend to help alleviate anxiety, uplift mood, restore and balance after long demanding days. So it's vegan, it's cruelty-free, Leaping Bunny certified, which is amazing. Tell us how you created this specific product and really the whole line. We'd love to hear about your journey with creating L Boutique. All right, awesome. Well, thanks, Stephanie. I'm so very excited to be here. Um, So... You know, the inception of L Boutique comes from a deeply personal place. So it may be helpful to start, you know, with a little bit of my own backstory. Yeah. So it's a path that may sound a little bit familiar to some of you. So I was born and bred in England and it was really the call to America, right? So I was coming to America to forge my destiny. Mm. So I came over here with nothing more than a backpack and clothes and books, etc. And really, you know, I have a type A type of personality. So I forged ahead with my career and kind of mastered the major milestones, you know, got married, raised a kid, bought a house, all that good stuff. And let me tell you, for a long time, all of that worked beautifully for a long, long time. But then came a point where it just didn't anymore. And, you know, it was a reality that most of us face of pushing ourselves to the brink of exhaustion. And so I had to shift my focus. I chose self-care over the uh, relentless endurance. And that decision wasn't just about slowing down. It really was about self-respect and honoring my innate uh, need for well-being. And so that critical decision really ignited the creation of El Boutique. And I was driven to create a brand that echoed this transformative journey and serve as a reminder to every woman that it's not just okay, but essential to prioritize self-care in the face of unyielding demands and expectations. So at the heart of our mission is to transform restful moments. So I knew I wanted to design aromatherapy products that catered especially for the modern, ambitious woman to help them balance a myriad of their responsibilities. Mm. And for me, anything that I brought to life really had to check three key boxes. It needed to be effective, uh, comprised of clean um, ingredients, and to be able to seamlessly integrate into busy schedules. So there were other things in creating this product, you know, obviously such as, um, you know, I wanted to encourage, you know, habitual use um, from that standpoint um, and multifunctionality. But all of this kind of led me to um, aromatherapy. And I discovered that essential oils could be actually be absorbed in through the skin as well. Um, And that to me was a light bulb moment right? Mm. Serum, nighttime when we're all stressed and really need that opportunity to relax and decompress. 
And um, so that's what created Evening Body Serum. I definitely wanted a scent that was um, universal. So, I'm, you know, I don't really like things that are overtly feminine. So you'll find it a little bit kind of neutral from that standpoint. And then um, the oils that we chose were, I wanted to make sure it wasn't, it didn't clog mm. because we're busy. And I, I definitely mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that you could get dressed into your PJs without kind of waiting for it to, uh, you know, Soak settle in. in. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll find out that it absorbs super, super quick from that standpoint and to nourish your skin at night too, because at the end of the day, um, that's when our skin is gets dehydrated the most. You know, our aromatherapy candle, we have that as well. And that just takes that commitment one step further to provide another way to incorporate the benefits of aromatherapy into daily lives and really create um, a mindful moment for self-care. I would say, Stephanie, that one of the most crucial elements that makes us special is not only my um, experience, but also a professional collaboration we have uh, with this brand. So I worked with Colin Quinn, who is an award-winning clinical aromatherapist, um, and she was instrumental in um, helping formulate this product range as well. So what you have in your hands isn't just a product. Uh, Every L Boutique product is a labor of love, Mm. a testament to thoughtfulness and a tool for your wellness journey because we believe that self-care isn't a luxury it's a necessity Mm -hmm. it's a right and also it's a choice you make every day to honor your body but also your spirit so you know it's my hope at the end of the day that every interaction with our brand leaves our customers feeling lighter happier and a little bit better equipped to handle life stressors Yeah, Yeah, I love that, especially with how busy we all are. And I think Adrian and I talk about this a lot, but like you go, go, go. And then there are days and moments when you do need to maybe put away your phone or go take that bath or, you know, go work out or whatever kind of fills up your your cup and your soul, because I just think so many people can run on fumes. And that's what we loved when we discovered Elle Boutique and we reached out about being in our beauty box, we saw some of the products that you carried and thought that it would be a great fit for the summer box with people kind of that time of year. Well, all, all year, you know, but the summertime is to really recharge and kind of um, take time to then gear up for a new season, you know, the fall. So we just love everything that you that you stand for and your brand. Thank you so much. I'm I'm truly honored to be part of your beauty box for the summer. That's so great. We're so excited too. And so I had a question, you know, Stephanie and I, we really know how it is to run a company. And when I was listening to you talk, I was thinking about how you were talking about how, you know, you can really understand how women can feel, you know, tired and feel run down. And, you know, for a lot of years, you were feeling great until you weren't, et cetera. Um, How, Mm. I was just wondering, like, how, did did El Boutique, I guess, help you, you know, the fact that you're helping other women, did it help you overcome that time in your life even more, you know, because sometimes that's a great outlet is to help others when you know how they're feeling. Yeah, so, I mean, I am constantly, one of the things that we're constantly doing is pumping out 
edu- education around mm. taking time for yourself, mm. Mm. setting mindful rituals. We do it on our website. So we have a whole section about rituals and the power behind it. And we've even created a couple for people as well. And we have a blog with probably over 50 articles. So we uh, they range from anything from um, mindfulness to nutrition, mm. um, you know, to meditation, to journaling, anything really to help us strike um, a healthy balance between work and all of all of our other responsibilities. And we have a wellness newsletter. So when I say no stress, I mean, we really, really strive not to be stressful. That's hard. So that's really that, hard. And that that's really hard. Inbox. Yeah. Yeah. That includes your inbox because uh. I mean, I think I have <laughs> over 40,000 in my personal inbox. I, uh. I have given up with trying to unsubscribe to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Um, all, the, all of them with unsubscribing. I feel like yeah, I'm constantly yeah. doing it with my Gmail. <laughs> right. Right. So, so I, I made a commitment that if somebody subscribes to our newsletter, I'm going to treat them with absolute gold, right? So no spam and nothing but value. So we generate a wellness newsletter every week with healthy tips that you can incorporate into, mm-hmm. into your life. Yeah, that's really, that's really great. I mean, Stephanie and I, we actually were joking the other day on Instagram. We saw a really funny post and it was like, yeah, social media might be bad for your mental health, but what about your outlook? <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it's like all day long, Stephanie and I hear ding, 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 ding. And right. it's, it's like, I'm always like, oh my God, someone emailed me, someone emailed me, I have to get back. And I'm just like you, Denise. And so Stephanie, we're very type A. So when you were saying yeah. that you're type A, like I totally can relate to, I feel all the time, like I can do anything. Cause I'm like, well, I'm so organized and I can do this and I have a lot of energy. And then there comes moments where I'm like, I can't do anything else. I'm just, oh, I can't really? even move. I just want to sit on the couch and not see sunlight today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I push myself to the brink so I can really understand. And I think a lot of women are doing that worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even kind of, you know, post pandemic, you know, I feel like mindfulness is definitely on the rise, right? Mm-hmm. I think more people are definitely um, aware of mindful living and taking time for yourself, etc. But that doesn't change the fact that stress and anxiety are still there. Yeah. Right? And if anything, stress and anxiety is still on the rise. So being aware of it is absolutely fantastic. But at the end of the day, you've actually got to practice it too. Yeah, that's the hard. Yeah, like you can say it, but you have to practice it. And I know. Absolutely. Yeah. And Adrian and I, we are very different people. I tend to be anxious and I have, but I'm, I've been working on it personally um, with yoga and meditation and just, I think the, one of the main things, and I may be taught, you know, if someone's listening, maybe they can definitely relate is that. You can't think about the future. You have to just think about, okay, this is present. This is what's happening. And training your mind, easier said than done, right? But it does help to think, okay, this is just happening right now. It, everything will work out as it should. But it's hard to train your mind, don't you think, to just be oh. cool, calm, and collect? It's so, that's so it's, hard. 
Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's hard. And it's also hard not to, to kind of um, wallow in the past as well. Yeah. Right. Right. You know? So, so, you know, it, it's, and I struggle with that myself, right? I'm, I'm not perfect by any means at all. You know, I, I'll think about what I could have done better, what I could have done differently. And sure, you know, the future is certainly unknown as well. But the one thing that I can control is this present moment. Mm-hmm. So, so I found yeah. for myself that if I focus more on the present moment and the people that are in my life at the present, it helps me crowd out the past things that I may not be happy with, as well as the future things in the future that I may be worrying about. Right. Yeah. So it helps me kind of be centered on the here and now because in here and now is over in a blink. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's true. It's really true. When our grandfather passed away, actually in 2019, Steph, I don't even know if you know the story, but I was at his house. Stephanie, you were definitely inside like doing something, but I went across the street because there had been new neighbors across from our grandfather and they really liked him. And I knew that they were going to the services and I saw them outside and I walked over to them and I started talking to them because he was like a practical joker and he used to like joke with my grandpa. But the wife was a yoga instructor, Steph in Hopedale. Yeah, so yeah, I know who you're talking I started about. talking to her and I said, you know, I'm really working on mindfulness. And especially when something like this happens, like we weren't expecting it, even though he was 94, we really weren't expecting it. And so I was confiding in her about that. And she said to me, you know, it's the first time I had ever heard it. She said, you have to be in the present moment because that's all we have. And I never thought that's all we have. I just kind of, I just kind of, it just kind of struck me like, oh, wow, that's the importance of being in the present moment is that's all you have. Not dwelling on the past. So yeah, and when I catch myself, right, when I catch myself thinking about the future or dwelling on the past, like Denise, like you said, I have to think about what she said, like all I have right now in this present moment at whatever time it is right now is just that's all I have. So I have to just embrace it and love it right now. And I think that that's such a wonderful something that this random woman, I've it's never so really simple. talked to her again. <laughs> yeah. And it's such you know? a simple thing to say, I think. Oh, and, it's all you have. When, but it's so powerful. Yeah. So how, so I'm curious, how do you like stop and, and like recenter in the present moment when we've got so many things kind of going up? How, how, what do you do to pull away? Stephanie and I do different things. I personally put my phone on airplane mode and I don't want to see it either. <laughs> it has to like be in the other. <laughs> and I, and I loved, and I love to cook. And I feel oh. like it's such in the present moment because I'm like there, I'm chopping vegetables up, I'm cooking, I'm creating, and I'm in such a present. I, I, when I, I, I love that term that when you're in the present moment, you're in flow. And I'm just mm-hmm. in flow. Like I'm not thinking about anything. I'm not worrying about anything. And then once I eat dinner sometimes and like, I think, oh no, where's my phone? Then I start to not be in the present moment. But I feel like cooking for yeah. me is, is, is it. Steph, what about you? I mean, I think putting away your phone and I do like, I shut my computer. I think when I see it up and I walk by my office quite a bit because it's my, what would be our dining room. I just close the, our computer and, and turn it off rather than just seeing things pop up. But I also have two kids that 
they keep me present, I think, because then I'm not, if we're talking about work, like when I pick my son up from school, I have to be totally present with him. I can't be answering an email. And I think he's getting to the age, he's two and a half, but I see, he told me the other day, he was like, no phone, mommy. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to, (laughs) we have to be, you know, kids are starting to see their parents more and more on their phones. And also I will say like my husband knows this, um, even though I don't think we've ever talked about it. I really love to be in my bathroom and like taking a nice shower and doing my skincare routine and having two little, little ones. I've never missed my skincare routine morning and night. I think it's just something where I really, really, really cherish that time, whether I'm taking like a two minute bath or 10 minutes, but then after just doing kind of, I don't know, just in, you know, doing some pampering. And then when I always come downstairs, my husband, I always say, oh, I really needed that. And he, you know, so I do, that's kind of my time to just have alone time and shut the door. (laughs) Denise, Denise, what about you? What do you do? Well, it depends. Um, So, you know, during the day, my, my big thing is getting up from my desk. And literally just walking away, right? Because mm-hmm. it's usually trying to do one more thing, one more thing. Okay, yeah. I'll do this when I finish doing that, right? So sometimes it's purposefully like I've got to get up and yeah. change, change my environment. Um, I find that even if I spend five minutes outside, that does so wonder. That does wonder, yeah. especially the in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And, and hearing the birds and seeing the trees, I mean, that, that does wonders for me. Um, at nighttime, it's usually it's usually like a cup of peppermint tea. Oh. It's something that usually starts my whole kind of like nighttime ritual. I know that's my trigger is like when I hear that kettle going, I'm like, ah, it's tea time. And uh, I think that's a British in me. Mm-hmm. And that's usually, <laughs> that's usually, okay, it's time to wind down. I love a good bath too. That changes everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really does. And pre pre pandemic, I was I was I mean, I still consider my I don't say yogi, but I do love yoga and I was going I was practicing a lot and then obviously with the pandemic and then I had children, but there is nothing like however you work out if you do whatever, maybe a walk around the neighborhood, but for me it's like I I love one time it says like it exercise or movement is medicine. And to me, I really, really do believe that. Like if I move for just, it could be a 10 minute stretch on my kid's play mat or going upstairs and actually on my yoga mat or going outside, I do feel like movement is so important for me personally. Mm -hmm. It's part of that mind body connection. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. It really, it really is. And I think that, you know, it's just, yeah, if you're, if someone's listening and they really need to maybe step away from their computer, you know, I think that there's so many, that term workaholic, workaholic, especially in America, like, does it, you've been in, how, when did you move here? So I moved here in the early nineties. Okay. Okay. So I've been here a little while. <laughs> so what's your, just out of curiosity, what's your observation with how they say Americans work too hard versus where where you're originally from. Do you feel like that or? Absolutely. Absolutely. A, yeah. A difference between working to live or living to work. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. Yes. I know I have That's why I vacation is so important. I have a really hard time with that because I really love to work and I know Stephanie's the same, but like I get a lot of energy out of it and I love to challenge myself. And I think that that's where I have to really dial back sometimes because when I do go on a trip, it takes me days to unravel and not like wake up and feel like I have to be on my computer. Or I have to be doing this and I have to be doing that. So it takes me a very, very long time to to unwind. So it's really hard for me because even like when I'm in other countries and I'm looking at the way other people are living, I'm fascinated by the fact that they don't seem to have like that same like, I have to work, I have to work. And sometimes I'm like, is it me? Or is it the fact that I'm an American? Or is it like, what is it that makes me want to work so hard? Um, but I just, I think at the end of the day, I really enjoy it. But then you know, I actually, I actually do use the El Boutique's um, evening body serum. And I have to say that I really do understand how it can just give you a lot of peace with the essential oils. So thank you for that too. Cause I feel like everyone, especially like myself, you need to dial back. Yeah. Yeah. And Adrian, that does, um, go into what I was going to ask in terms of the scent, Denise. Um, you talk about using rituals, you know, to wind down and de-stress. How does scent play a part in that? So Adrian mentioned how the scent of the body serum really helps mm-hmm. her to relax. Yeah, yeah. So if someone's listening, they may not be familiar with scents um, and you being a certified professional aromatherapist, how does that play a part? Mm-hmm. So scent is really kind of like the lock and key to various memories. So, you know, if I, if I smell like a sun-ripened strawberry, every single time I am catapulted back to the UK, right, as a little girl in, in the strawberry fields picking strawberries with my sister. Every, wow. single, every single time I smell a strawberry that's kissed by the sun. So... Scent plays a significant role um, in many stress relief practices, and it's largely due to the connection to our olfactory system, which is um, the sensory system used for scent and the brain. So certain scents can stimulate the limbic system, which is a part of the brain that connects our emotions um, and our behavior and our memory, like I was saying with the sun-kissed strawberries. Um, So different scents can elevate our mood levels um, and can actually help with our stress levels as well. Mm. So different ways um, I may suggest in in terms of incorporating scents into um, your rituals to help reduce stress certainly is with aromatherapy, right, which uses aromatic essential oils to improve um, both physical and psychological well-being. So certain scents have calming properties um, that can help to reduce anxiety, such as lavender, right? So lavender is a very well-known um, scent. It's, Love it's lavender. Wild, Me too. Right? Oh. It's, wild, mm-hmm. it's wildly recognized, right, for its calming and soothing um, properties. But there's others, right? So bergamot is one of the mm. um, essential oils that's in the evening body serum. So that's more of a citrusy scent. Lavender is more floral. Um, And that citrusy scent can help um, uplift you, right? So it can help alleviate an anxiety because it's helping to uplift your spirits. Or something like jasmine, which is another flowery type of scent, that can actually help for more emotional nourishment and balance. 
different ways um, that you can use scent uh, in uh, your nighttime rituals. Like one of the things I love is scented candles mm. or you could use a diffuser as well, right? Because that's going to help your atmosphere, yeah. right? Right, And make it kind of more calming and soothing. And there's nothing better, in my opinion, at night than looking at a flickering um, candlelight to help yeah. kind of calm and kind of soothe as well. Yeah, yeah, I love a diffuser. I know Adrian yeah. and I, we both have one in our house. And it's something where, I don't know, I just I love when you enter a room and you can smell it. Same thing with the candle, I think. Yeah, and it's so true. Certain scents bring up certain memories for me and different, like we were referring to our grandfather and we were really close with our, our grandparents, our nana and a papa. Um, but there's a certain scent that I can think about Adrian yeah, when I think yeah, of their, their house. house. Me it, too. It's like such good memories, mm-hmm. but similar thing with, with cooking. There's just, yeah, scents are so powerful. And I, I love what, what you said about just incorporating scents in your nighttime routine will really help ground you. And I think it will maybe, this is from, we talk about this, Adrian, quite a bit, but in the middle of the night, things always seem worse than when you wake up in the morning and you're like, wait, like, why Mm -hmm. was I up in the middle of the night thinking about this when it's really not a big deal, but scents can probably help ground someone if they're feeling a little bit relaxed and not thinking about their to-do list the next day or how things, you know, can creep up on you at night. Just really staying grounded as you prepare for bed is really Mm -hmm. helpful, I think, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I love scents to even taken like an aromatic bath. So I mentioned earlier Mm. that baths are great for me as another way to Mm. escape night. So, you know, aromatic baths and that's something that spans back centuries right if you think about the romans you know with their roman baths that they use all these different types of aromatics uh, to help them it's great and so i definitely would encourage you to try that as well if you haven't already you can easily apply um, some essential oils to a warm bath my recommendation is not to put it directly in the water, but to put it in a disbursement, such as milk or honey first. Mm, okay. So you, you'd want to, I like to put mine, um, like a few drops of something like lavender or orange or geranium in honey, kind of mix Ooh, that in. That then, sounds wonderful. Yeah, then, then you step into a warm bath and then you add it, right? Because if you add it in advance, you're going to lose some of the therapeutic benefits. It's going to kind of evaporate. So once you step into the bath, you'll add that mixture into the bath with you. Mm. And then the aromatic um, from the essential oils, you can smell it in the air around you. And it also allows for it to seep into your skin as well. Mm -hmm. And then honey is a nice humectant. It will also help moisturize you know keep some of the moisture in your in your skin too yeah that sounds really nice you know 
anytime I'm like having like, a, I don't know, you know, you get a negative phone call or like a negative email or whatever happens throughout the day. I think changing your environment, like you said, is really, really important, especially for me. And so mm-hmm. what I've been doing, if like something like that, I have to, like you said, change my environment. But I also, if I just happen to still be at home, I'll light incense, light a candle. I do the bath thing with like, I do exactly what you're saying. And I have to say it, I know, and I know you probably know the science behind it, but I think like the sense, like do something to your brain to like kind of make it not feel so upsetting to you. I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel better when I'm, when I'm smelling something good. Yeah. So the sense that is impacting your limbic system and that's what's affecting your mood. Right? Oh, wow. So, so, so that's affecting your mood in terms of whether you feel calm or whether you feel uplifted, but there is that emotional connection with the brain. And that's the reason why you feel differently kind of after you've had some kind of aromatic experience. Mm, yeah, that's so interesting. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, Denise, we absolutely, you know, it's been a pleasure talking with you. We wanted to definitely um, shine light on your amazing brand and everything that it embodies. And it's just been a pleasure to talk with you, but also to have our subscribers be able to actually try your amazing evening body serum. I think that was something when you confirmed participation in the summer box, I was so excited just because for everything that you do stand for and your product. So we're really hoping that and we know that our subscribers listening um, are enjoying your evening body serum. So we have to ask, though, what's next for the brand? What plans do you have for the next, you know, six months and into 2024? Yeah, so our, our next plans is actually for a, a morning range. So mm-hmm. we want to kind of bookmark your whole day, right, from beginning to end. So I've had... Um, having the privilege of working again with Colleen Quinn to develop um, this morning range. And it's slightly lighter than our evening body serum Mm -hmm. because skin at night has a different nourishment need um, than during the day. And the scent, I'm super excited about this one. I will say it's nothing short of gorgeous. Mm, Of Um, course. So so it is um, refreshing. It's uplifting. Um, it will gently awaken your senses from that standpoint. So it's just another step in our journey to be part of your wellness toolkit. And when we launch our email subscribers, we treat them like gold, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. They're going to be the first to know. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, we'll put all your details in the podcast notes so people can you know, subscribe to your newsletter and find out all about your launches. That's so exciting. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Bye. Redheads, have you heard? We added our first hair care product to the How to Be a Redhead beauty line. It's called Finely Glossy and it's a shine and luminosity shampoo for redheads. Like all of our products, it's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free. Give luminosity and radiance to your red hair without color depositing. Redheads, we can now rejoice. Finally, there are products for us. Shop Finally Glossy and our line of brow and mascara products. Finally have brows and finally have lashes at shop.howtobearedhead.com. So wasn't she awesome? I knew talking with her. I knew it. That, you know, throughout the times on getting her, you know, her evening body serum in the summer box, that 
hearing her journey and just even her voice is a lot is not stressful. It's so calming. I know, I know, I know. and I love that Lay Boutique stands. I, I we 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 receive information before we get a guest and we read about them. And I love that Lay Boutique stands as an inviting beacon for women, encouraging mm. them to redefine their relationship with stress and em- and embrace their inherent stress. And I love that because that's what we're all on this planet to do. And as much as I love to work stuff, as much as we love to work, yeah. you know, there, you have to really be careful to not go overboard. You know, you have to make sure, especially if you work for yourself, like Stephanie and I, we can work a hundred hours a week if we wanted to, because there's no one stopping us. You know, when you're yeah. in an actual job, you're more structured to be able to take that time for yourself because you have that structure of time starting and stopping. But for someone like us, and I understand Denise's journey when she was in the corporate world, you can just work and work and work and work and Mm -hmm. work. And so I think it's important to take that time and encourage each other to de-stress and whatever that may be for you, like we talked at the beginning of this episode, but it's important to take that time because if you don't take that time, you're going to be the only one to suffer. And I think, you know, sometimes um, stuff, we talk about our mom a lot, but Mm -hmm. I used to get kind of frustrated with her. She's laughing right now when we were young kids because she was doing things that other moms were not doing. And I think that's what young kids are very naive about is you should not be comparing your mom to another mom, right? But I would see other moms and I would see that they were like living and breathing their children. And like they were, you know, so tired and strung out and like whatever. And then like our mom was late picking us up from school because she was getting her nails done. And I would get so frustrated with her, right? Because I'm like, mom, I just waited for like 20 minutes. And she was at the nail salon or getting her hair done. And she always looked great. I mean, I have very, very few memories of our mom without makeup on. I mean, she just always put herself first and always did her makeup. And when I was younger, I would get frustrated. And and she would be like, well, who else is going to take care of me? Mm. And now as an adult, I look at it and I'm like, oh, like she's right. I mean, who else is going to give her her? Who else is going to do her makeup? Who else is going to go get her nails done? Like who else is going to you know, get her hair highlighted. Like she was like, listen, if I don't do this, then I can't be my best self. And I do have to say, she set us up. She was always like cooking really healthy meals for us. And like, we have such like a routine, like Stephanie and I, if you ever like see us, like we sit down for lunch, like we sit down for dinner, like we talk, like we have like a routine when like food's Mm -hmm. around. And I think that we have like a very healthy, like family relationship because like, we're like, okay, like this is time now for family. And so I think that it's taught us to give to ourselves. And I think that I'll, I mean, I've never seen a mom like our mom to do that. I don't know about you, Steph, but like, I've never seen anyone do that before. And I think that there's extremes on each side and there's happy mediums on each side too. But I think that, you know, if I can look back, I'm like, I don't think that she regrets getting her nails done or doing what she has to do. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think that you take, you take what you can from every situation that you're in, but I, yeah, I just always remember that. And I think that, um, you know, mom, mom would never burn out <laughs> like Mm-mm. I would. 
No, no, she's amazing. And she's been a great example. So definitely take time for yourself and de-stress if you are experiencing stress and just take some rituals throughout the day or take some um, using rituals to unwind like Denise mentioned and just really take time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's super, it's super, super important. So it's time for question and answers. Daily, we get an array of questions from social media, comments, emails, and DMs. And we thought it'd be really fun to bring these to the How to Be a Redhead podcast. So we're going to answer four to, we're going to probably, what's on our list today? We're going to answer three for the podcast today. Mm -hmm. And if you want to send in your questions, you can email h2barpodcast at gmail.com, DM us, Instagram, TikTok. We're really big into YouTube shorts right now. So at How to Be a Redhead. So let's get into it. Yeah. So Capri on Instagram DM'd us asking, should I be looking for a specific shampoo if I have auburn hair? Mm. Um, great question. have been getting a lot of questions from Auburn, people from with auburn hair lately. Usually, yeah. usually it's strawberry blondes, but Auburns have really been reaching out lately. Yeah. So what's really great about our new Finally Glossy shampoo that just launched several weeks ago is that it's for all redheads, all red hair. Um, it's not a color depositing shampoo. It's help, It's made to help strengthen, smooth, and hydrate your hair. So whether you're a strawberry blonde all the mm-hmm. way up to a auburn, deep auburn, like you, your hair capri, I'm assuming, um, it's it works. So the reason why we created this product and the first product in our hair care line and the reason why it's red is really just to appeal a redhead to know like, hey, I'm using this product. Maybe you're a natural redhead and you never used a color depositing shampoo and you don't want to. Um it's made for redheads to feel like the the shampoo is made for them. And we thought, wouldn't it be fun to just make it red? Um, so definitely check that out on shop.howtobearedhead.com. It's an amazing product, sulfate-free, paraben-free. Um, it's vegan. Uh, it's, oh my gosh, gluten-free, soy-free. It's, it's free of, I, I it's saw free an of everything. The other day. She's, she said it's free of everything. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really natural. And it's really amazing. It will really leave your hair really smooth, really shiny. And so that's kind of what we would recommend if you're looking for specific shampoo. Um, also, too, definitely check out. We have an array of hair articles on our website with you know all different sort sorts of topics. So use the search but our search tab on our website if you're looking for something really specific um, based off of your hair. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, so uh, definitely check out Finally Glossy. I think that you'll you'll really love it. And I think too, redheads are really used to feeling like when I saw this question, I was like, oh, this reminds me of someone who's like, I have darker brows. Can I use finally have brows? Mm. Like, I think redheads are really used to feeling like not only are they not able to get products, but their specific shade is difficult. And I think that that's what we're trying to cure with our products for how to be a redhead. Like our products are universal for all shades. So finally have brows you can use for all shades of eyebrows um for finally have lashes you can no matter what you want a lighter to all the way dark you can have it and that's the goal with finally glossy too so when i saw that i was like oh you know it's a redhead who's really worried about not being able to fit the mold because they have auburn hair but we have thought about all shades when we formulate Mm -hmm. so check it out 
The second question is Lily on TikTok. She DM'd us asking, is it more likely for redheads to be attracted to other redheads or is it just me? Joking, but not joking. <laughs> this was this made us kind of giggle uh, when we read it before getting on this podcast recording. Um, it's likely for redheads to be more attracted to other redheads. I think it's honestly just personal. I don't... I think it's personal. And, and by I find it really crazy that people are like, I'll only date other yeah. redheads. I mean, yeah. I, when I saw that question, I was like, my husband is a redhead. And when he first met me, he was like, I'm a redhead. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I was never like, oh, I'm going to be like attracted. I think in fact, a lot of people don't want to date redheads if they're a redhead. That's what I've come across. Because they think that they're siblings, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. Like that was really funny stuff when we, when we interviewed Larson Thompson. Yeah. And she was like, I don't think I would, but yeah, um, I don't think that, I don't know. I think that it's just a personal, personal preference. So just really do you and, yeah. and love who you love. Yep, exactly. And the third question is Lola on Facebook. She messaged us saying or asking, why do redheads always get compared to other redhead characters? I'm always getting compared to Ariel. Hmm. And Welcome to the club. I know. And the new, speaking of Ariel, the new Little Mermaid came out. I have yet to watch it, but I heard great things. So I it's it's on my list. But I think if you're being compared to a character, I think it can be any situation. I think with redheads, though, it's something where maybe it's the fascination with the certain character or red hair in general. Um, yeah, I think it's just maybe a redhead thing where you're being compared to a character and if it's ariel awesome you know ariel was so popular um the fictional character you know back in i think it was the 90s the movie came out or the yeah. late 80s maybe yeah, but 90s i think like 92 93 right okay yeah and, it, and i remember going to get it as like a little girl really yeah i remember going to the mall with dad like i remember it i, I must have been six five. Oh wow i remember going yeah yeah, so if you're being compared, I don't know, maybe it's a redhead thing, but it's always, you know, you're being compared or you, yeah, looking like a certain actor, actress. We've asked that question on social, like, do you ever get compared? And, oh my God, all the comments. Yes, I get compared to Jessica Chastain or Julianne Moore or, you know, um, fictional characters as well, Marita from Brave or Ariel from The Little Mermaid and... It kind yeah. of, I think with the, I think though with Ariel and the Little Mermaid, if you have long, really long hair, people might say, oh, your hair is like mermaid hair. That's, you know, because typically mermaids have long hair. Yeah. Anytime they're like fictional. So, so yeah, I guess just embrace it and love the compliments. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to love it, embrace it. And I think when you're rare, you're going to always be compared to mm. the other people that are really rare. So I think that just knowing that you're just being asked that because you're so rare kind of will like take off the, why are you asking me this? Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important to, to know the reasoning behind people comparing you because it's just because it's so rare to see a redhead. So they're yeah. like, oh my God, like you look like Ariel because they don't know another redhead. Yeah. In their in their in their little world. So yeah. Yeah, I would just take it as a compliment. Yep. Awesome. Well, if you can take away one thing from this episode, it's to decompress, de-stress, Relax. and enjoy life and rock your red hair. <laughs>
<laughs> so want to help us spread the news about the How to Be a Redhead brand in this podcast, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends, redheads, and everyone else to subscribe. You can listen to this podcast directly on our website, on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to look at the podcast notes to find links with all the products we mentioned and so much more. Rock, Rock like, like a redhead. A redhead.